bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Welcome along. Welcome to this week's uh, Talking United Yellow Army Herald Express Devon Live podcast uh, with all three of us here. Welcome, Richard. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Good <laughs> turn for Christmas. Not quite. No. Don't, 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 don't wish it cross away. bridges before you get to them. <laughs> Do I take it from that that you're not quite fully prepared for Christmas? <laughs> you, you, we had the discussion. He doesn't even get a tree guy. Really? Oh, no, I get one. I know I get one, but but uh, you know, let's face it: a traditional Christmas. Yeah. When do people used to do all Christmas the decorating? Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. Where's that gone? And well. then you had the twelve days of Christmas with the twelve days following Christmas. Now I'm not that old-fashioned. But, but you're out uh, on the moor; they do things differently yes. out there, don't yeah. they? <laughs> <laughs> now steady on, steady on. We have much to discuss. That's good news. That's good news indeed. Yeah, it's been a busy week actually, hasn't it? We need to talk about a couple of games which have passed in the last few days. Let's talk Tranmere first of all. Long trip up. The weather was pretty grim as well, wasn't it? Uh, on the way up, it was. Yeah. Uh, no, no problem. Oh, and the rest. Uh, and no problem at uh, on Birkenhead by the side mm-hmm. of the Mersey, where United seldom get so much as a friendly handshake. No, they do. There's plenty of friendly handshakes. It's but a no nice points. place, isn't it? It's a good place to go. Oh, they're great football, fans up but there. And they, went they down three nil. Uh, lost three nil. Um, uh, Deservedly yeah. not. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the scoreline may have flattered Tranmere a little bit, yeah. mainly because um, from half time, well, just before half time, Luke Young had a cracking Luke Young special, yeah. which their keeper did well to save. Um, snap chance to Ruri Keating, um, uh, dropped him in the box, you know, stuck it over the bar. Um, uh, but for 20, 25 minutes in the second half, yeah. uh, United started doing the things they hadn't done in the first half um, and had a real go and appeared to be uh, getting on top. Yeah. And certainly there were alarm bells going off around the ground. Mickey Mellon's Tramier manager shouting and screaming on the touchline and the crowd following suit and uh, if United could have scored uh, which I must say they seldom really looked like doing that was the, the downer yeah. uh, during that spell you had a feeling that mm. everything anything was possible but uh, and then Andy Cook uh, as ever v- veteran yeah. striker yeah. of that parish uh, who had done very little all afternoon really uh, good luck to him two goals in three minutes thank you very much mm. and, and of course as we've been saying in paper and online the last few days, United haven't got one like him. No, and, um, no that's true. But uh, and it was it, it was a, it, I think it was a disappointment, particularly because, especially talking to our supporters up there, they were heading to Tranmere for once, thinking on the back of recent performances, mm. hey, we can get something today. And it, let's face it, if United had lost one nil at Tranmere last Saturday, nobody would have been in the least surprised, or two one, or yeah. something yeah. like that. You know they are favourites. Uh, um, they are a big, strong, powerful, experienced side. They're not special. Not much pace in the team, except by the way, a, 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 a extreme, gorgeously named right winger, Dylan Motley Henry, <laughs> uh, on loan from like Bradford the, City. The Bonzo Dog Doodah band. Yeah, who, who 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 is a bit different. Yeah, uh, and he is there on Bradford City. Bradford. Uh, um, and. He, is, he was a danger man. He did create stuff for them. But apart from him, they have nobody w- with any great pace. No. But they know stuff. 
and yeah. uh, in one or two areas of the pitch they taught United a, a, a few small lessons um, and uh, you come up I, I wouldn't put it past Tranmere to go on a bit of a roll at the moment I just think they yeah, have someone's that. got to haven't they well <laughs> exactly a good but point. It's, all, it's all a bit of stop start yeah. up there isn't it a team takes takes over at the top and gets knocked off almost immediately it's, yep. it's, it's a strange strange league this year it is um, for, uh, one of the teams up there by the way that's sort of like I'm interested to see how they do over the next few months is this is this team at Wrexham yeah. where they have con- been conceding uh, you know fewer goals than a Democrat normally gets in Alabama oh they just won there didn't <laughs> yeah. they um, and all of a sudden they lost 4-1 at Macclesfield uh, at the weekend yeah uh, and apparently weren't great there, um, but we'll see now. You know, we're coming to the sort of part of the season where traditionally the teams that are going to really do something uh, put the f- pedal to the metal, as it were. And, and, um, and we go there on January the sixth. We do we? go, we go to, to Wrexham. Yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. I've nothing against Wrexham. Perfectly good, great club, and, and all that sort of stuff. But you know that they they have got where they've got by not conceding goals, mm. not scoring them. I think at one stage, and it may even be true, United were up with them for goals yeah. scored. Um, and uh, it'll just be interesting to see how they go. Um, I've got a sneaking feeling for Dagenham. Uh, I yeah. always have had mainly because John still does not um, uh, bulk it. And he knows this league so he well. He knows this league. Yeah. His teams always attack and score goals, uh, and they are still doing it. Um, uh, I think they will go uh, all the shot. <laughs> They're well, up and down, aren't what they? What are they doing yeah. losing at home to Halifax yeah. as they did last Saturday? Um, Sutton, still not sure about them. Um, so there's a few, you know, ifs and buts yeah. in that group, and and I, I the point you're making, and I think it's quite right too. That group is vulnerable to a team suddenly mm. putting four or five wins together, and I think Tranmere have a look at that, that team. team. He's yeah. got injured players coming back, uh, suspended players coming back. They've got a deep squad, mm-hmm. and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't go on a bit of a roll. They were the second best team last year. A lot of people felt actually that they were right up with Lincoln almost as the best team, and yeah. they missed out. But um, and of course they suffered the old dreaded, you know, finish second, losing the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, uh, and um, so we'll, we'll we'll see with them. Now moving on to Tuesday night. Then it was a filthy night on Tuesday. Horrible, 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 horrible night on Tuesday. The wind was billowing the uh, the rain all the way down the uh, down the ground. It was one of those days in the floodlights. You could see the rain just kind of yeah. just floating, and it was oh, it's horrible. And and hats and it, off to the the, the plain more diehards for coming for out and out, and, yes. and uh, getting behind the team again. And, uh, and the um, 20 Gateshead fans as well. Yeah, yeah. was it? Is it 20? Well, they, well, they said the official, it was 15, but I'm sure I counted, I counted, 20, I counted 20, 17. Like you that. counted 20, yeah. did you? I counted 20, yeah. I'd, I, I, I wasn't Maybe some Chalky fans had gone in there just to try and swell the numbers just, a little just bit, just to make them feel yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they got a great round of applause, didn't they, when yes, the away support yes. was, yeah. uh, was, was announced. Good for them. Uh, there but was a terrific interview, by the way, on Radio 5 Live the next morning with a Gateshead supporter. Uh, oh, um, really? Yeah, 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 in which he was asked how disappointed he was that they'd gone all that way and conceded an equaliser in the last minute, and he wasn't in the least disappointed. <laughs> He'd had a great trip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, loved going down to Torquay. Uh, no, I'm not, no, I'm not disappointed. Yeah, it's 90 minutes, isn't it? You know, Has he come and, um, from Yorkshire? Oh, dear, I've gone. <laughs> yeah, I've slipped it. Uh, 
My Geordie accent. My Geordie accent is so bad, and I shouldn't even shouldn't even have attempted it. Quite right. Uh, well corrected. Uh, but anyway, no, he he wasn't in the least no. upset. No, uh, we'll get back at six thirty in the morning or where, wherever it is, whatever time. Yeah. Um, a proper supporter, you know. No, Quite right too. You know, yeah. Ninety minutes yeah. of football. You you know, it doesn't matter whether you score in the first minute or the last. What, what and, were the um, league thinking? Sent originally planning to send them down here on December the twenty third. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what kind? I of suppose you've got to play the game. Someday, haven't but, you? But, but it making it the make, longest trip. It can't trip. make much of a, of a difference just to swap that date with a no. club closer elsewhere in the season, surely. You wouldn't think you wouldn't no. think so. And and of course that led to Gateshead going, What, we've got to travel down there the, the, the busiest one of the busiest weekends. It does mean I don't get to see a game on my birthday now, but you know. oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. But anyway, uh they requested the change. Um not sure what how the conversations went with United, but United acceded to it in yeah. the end and, and, and of course, you know, if United had come out of it on Tuesday with all three points, we'd probably be thinking that was worth doing. Yes. Uh, at yeah. least from a from a league yeah. table point yeah. of view. Uh in the end it was one. Uh and a and disappointing it, it one was as well. An in awful the end. game of football though, wasn't well, it? Because Gateshead were there to be beaten. They weren't a great side. No, respect to them, you know, they had no. two or three decent players there. But that's the kind of team that Torquay really should have taken to the cleaners, I thought. Yeah, well... Uh, but they I, had I, opportunities I, in the first half. Mm. And I think, I think they, the opportunities didn't even get to shots. That was what was so frustrating. Yeah. yeah. That the opportunities were there for the chances to be created. And in other words, United them. got into loads of good attacking good positions. positions. And, and, did, and, and didn't, didn't deliver. No, and and the final deliver. ball was missing. The yeah. crosses yeah. weren't first good. Touch the was finishing bad. wasn't no. good. Yeah. Uh, certainly up front we're talking about yes. in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in attack I, I, I'm not blaming all the, putting all the blame on Jamie Reid and Rory Keating but mm. uh, no it, it, it's, it's something that I think we've known about for a while Gary Hours and Martin Cool have definitely known about it for a while and uh, later in the podcast we'll, we'll, we'll uh, move on to where they're hoping to go in that direction um, yeah. United simply do not have you know a proper centre forward uh, uh, with, with, with the experience and the know-how um, to deliver that thing. The point you're making, Richard, is that even if we'd had Andy Cook or someone like him at centre forward on Tuesday night, the ball ball wasn't get, wasn't no. coming in the box anyway. No, that's um, true. And, there, and, there, there and that's great uh, positions that, that, that were just waiting to be got into. Absolutely, you know I mean. yeah. Can you imagine Tim Sills playing on Tuesday night and the ball not coming in the box when he want, when he wants it to? Yeah. He would have he held would two or three up against. It. He wouldn't. Yeah. He wouldn't. Um, and. Uh, or other centre forwards, we can all think back to over the years, and um, so that was a bit disappointing. But I thought, you know, let's face it, Gateshead scored with their first serious attack of the match, and that was a, that was a break. They were inviting um, Torquay to play onto them, weren't they? In the sure and certain knowledge yeah. of Torquay, I think. By the way, the weather had. A, the, I'm not sure they had, they had all that much option. The weather was beastly, yeah. wasn't it? And it was right behind United mm. in the first half. But they you know, they broke and they scored. Actually, to be honest, looking at it on the um, the highlights, which are on the Torquay United website, it wasn't quite so much of a break. There were plenty of players around. It wasn't. A, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a complete counter attack, but away, it was, was their first serious. It was their first yeah, uh, first um, chance. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. And but also, I, I, Gary Hours was was a little bit annoyed afterwards um, when he heard that the sponsors had, had voted. Vincent Durrell, uh, man of the match, yeah. and I and I, I can understand I why he I felt found, that way, yeah. uh, but because Gary immediately thought, hold on a minute, are they trying to say that the rest of the team is absolutely bloody awful, and in no circumstances yeah. give it to the keeper? And I can understand why he thought that way, but actually at one nil down, 
Vincent Terrell makes an absolutely crucial state, uh, save when when um, it was a great save. Uh, wasn't it? I think Danny Johnson was yeah. through, wasn't he? Overhead, he, uh, Johnson chipped him. Chipped him, and he just uh, just and reached he up. He just there, reached he? up yeah. there and got it. Now two nil down. At that I, stage. I read that as a bad chip rather than a good save. I, I have to say, I'm okay, not sure. but he still from got my to, angle, yeah, he still got to save it. He still, he's still got, got to save it. it. Yeah. That, that, that's yeah. the point I'm making. It was an overhead save, absolutely vital. If he puts his hand up and gets that wrong, the ball yeah, goes yeah, past, it's yeah. in the net, and yeah. we're two down. And, and, and you wonder whether, in their current lack of firepower up front, whether they could have come back for that. Because um, talking, you've got plenty of players who are just waiting to play off a target man centre forward. And yeah. The um, players that Torquay are playing up front, is Jamie Reid, Rory Keating, are the kind of players who would, you would think, play off a big man centre forward. Yeah, yeah. I, I think at the moment, the, 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 you, you look back at these things and you can dissect them until you're blue in the face, but occasionally there's just that lack. I, I think we all were feeling on Tuesday night is a lack of awareness of what's the best option. Mm. And very often in football, the best option is the first one that, that crops up. And so when the ball goes up, to Ruri Keating, who we all know can win the ball when you probably least expect him to. Yeah. You know, whoever's alongside him, whether it's Jamie Reid or Josh McCoy or whatever, they have to be on the move. You have to gamble that Keating is going to win it. Yeah. Yeah. It's no good. And he react. does more times and than he does more times yeah. than you expect. So you, you, you can't then react. Yeah. That's not going get, to get, get you there. Uh, and, and apart from anything else, if an opposing defence sees Keating going up for the ball, whether he wins it or not, and here comes somebody else gambling on the, on the flick, it's another thing for them to think about. If 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 you don't gamble on the flick, yeah. then then you know well you're not gonna, you're not going to you know it's buying a ticket, isn't it? And it is. uh, um, it's just things like that. But you know the, the talkie management they know all about these things. You know that they've been at this a long time. Uh, they're trying to improve it on the training ground, but sooner or later, uh, um, you know, coaches can work until they're blue in the face. People have to take it on yeah. board, yeah. and um, uh, uh, brutally speaking, you know, after a certain amount of time, you go, well, sorry, we're going to have to get someone else in to yeah. do this job. And I thought the interesting player that we're obviously going to get onto now is is Guy Nabuyu. Um, he had a little uh, bit longer on Tuesday night, didn't which, he? Which I think was intended. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't <clears throat> literally planned that way because uh, you know you don't do you. But uh, he he got a bit longer, uh, just as he had done at, at Tranmere, mm -hmm. and of course you know in stoppage time, uh, he very uh, nearly nicked it. <laughs> he very he? nearly yeah. wins the yeah. wins the game for United, and um, I think the jury's out with him. Obviously, we haven't seen enough of him yet to no. know whether he's whether he can solve the problem or help to solve the problem. Um, um, don't get me wrong, I think if Guy Nabuyu comes on and scores two on Saturday against, or comes on or even starts against Mason on Saturday and scores yeah. a couple, it won't stop Gary Howes from going out and still trying to sign another no. uh, uh, striker. Um, I, you know, he is different to what, to yeah. what we've got. Yeah. And he's, um, he's one of those players you could, you could feel the crowd get on their feet as soon as he came on. I mean, there are huge expectations of him, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, he's one of those players that the fans want to see. You know, he's a spectacular-looking player with the um, with the blonde hair and that, and, and the, the fans just want to see him get on the field. I think w w one thing uh, that, that one or two people have said to me was, oh, you know, he, 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 doesn't, he doesn't run around a lot. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I think he does his share of running around, but actually he is a central striker, he is a goal scorer, that's, what he's, that's how he's made his living and that's what, what he's come here yeah. for. And actually, I don't think Gary Hours wants him covering every blade of grass on the pitch. He's an out-and-out -out striker, he's a finisher, 
You want those guys yeah. down the middle of the park. Uh, if you can get someone else to cover some ground, well, fine. But uh, and of course, it's a mixture of everything. You, you, it's, you know, none, <coughs> none, none of these things are ever black and white, are they? You, no. you, you, of course, no. you want him to run the channel every now yeah. and again and cover stuff, and and he has to be able to do that. But uh, you know, he is. And I thought when when uh, the chance had dropped to him in stoppage time. Um, Jennison and Murray Williams has gone to the line, got a good cross in, yeah. and there was quite a lot of players in the box already. It was it was reasonably full, and quite a lot of people went to the near post. And Nabuyu could sit, just pull back out. Yeah, he didn't yeah. go to the near post, which is kind of like the thing. He realised other people had done that, or defenders, and he just pulled back into a little pocket of space. The ball dropped to him. Bang! Good first time connection. It, was, it struck it really Shot well. on and, target, and and, yeah. and it was just like. Uh, if that had gone in, every, we'd all still be saying, "Oh, what a great finish and what a good yeah. brain to sort of find that." I don't think the space. goalkeeper knew much about it. Oh, no, I, the goal, it I think the goalie was more or less going the wrong way, wasn't yeah, he? He, was, stuck, yeah, he, he was. He stuck his leg out, and, his um, yeah. and, and, and it's hit his leg and, and, and hasn't gone in. So, um, and, and that would have been a great way to finish, but it, uh, it didn't happen. You can so see so you his disappointment afterwards. Though. He's desperate to get a goal, isn't he? Absolutely desperate to get a goal. And, and he may well do it on Saturday. Let's look ahead to yep. the Maidstone game. Do you expect him to start? Do you think he'll start? I would. I would think. Uh, I'd be surprised if he doesn't yeah. put it like that. And I think. Let's face it. None of us are losing too much sleep at the moment over the FA Trophy. With all due respect to Build Base and <laughs> and uh, all the other people involved in that fine competition. So, but in, in, in case it has passed people by, talking you're at home on Saturday. Yeah. Three o'clock kickoff. Yeah. Against Maidstone. Yeah. In the first round. First round proper of the, proper FA, of the FA Trophy. Ten years after reaching the final, of course. Is it that long? Well, I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. two thousand and seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lost it. No, we won't go down that. Way. <laughs> um, Com- competitions had some high spots for us. I mean, I'm speaking as, as a big fan of cup football. I mean, I, I know, I know, we'd rather be playing a league game and that, but I do love a cup match. And we've been to Wembley in the trophy. The FC United of Manchester game, which everybody remembers as one of the highlights of the last few seasons, yeah. it was an FA Trophy game, yeah. wasn't it? The place was absolutely jumping that day, yeah. and we'd like some more of that. Yeah, it was Helped. great. Yeah. yeah, and there was there was a flare let there off was. and all that kind of thing, which obviously yeah. we like being in Europe. Officially, <laughs> we frown upon that kind of behaviour. Yeah. There was, there was Other a, ways of celebrating yeah, are available, indeed. But what a terrific atmosphere that was. So I think there is some merit in the FA Trophy and. So how does the game finish on Saturday? Will there be a replay or extra time or penalties? A lot of people aren't quite sure what's going to happen. This is a very painful guy. <laughs> uh, uh, United obviously wanted extra time and penalties. Yeah. and say, no, uh, we, want, we want a replay if it's a draw. They go to the FA and the FA have come down on Maidstone's side and said if it's a draw at 90 minutes, it's back to the Gallagher Stadium. Next Tuesday, probably night. next Tuesday night. Yeah, so a but, free Christmas trip up to Kent. But, but let's not go there. No, um, no, let's, literally. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but I think for, for, we talked about the trophy. I think for United, it is an interesting afternoon mm-hmm. for United fans because uh, the team will not be the same uh, um, as I'm sure there'll be plenty of players out there on Saturday who who were the same as played against yeah. Gateshead. But uh, you're looking at Ryan Clark having a game in goal and quite right too we are talking about somebody who would, would probably have walked off with a player of the year trophy before he got injured he was playing very well before he got injured absolutely yeah. possibly replaced by the most successful signing that the, the, the guy ours has, has made really uh, well Robbie Herrera Robbie actually Herrera signed, yeah, signed, um, signed right. Vincent Durrell yeah. but he's yeah. been an absolute 
yeah. plus, hasn't he? Yes, he has. Uh, yeah. His wife is expecting a baby over Christmas, which is a bit of an issue. Uh, so I think Gary Alice wants to make sure that Clark is ready to step yeah. in if needed at short notice. Um, well, I'm pretty sure Nabuyu, yeah. uh, will start up front. George Dowling is back from Bristol City after his hamstring injury. Jake Gosling is fit and uh, uh, Raring to go, very keen uh, yeah. to play. Uh, so you know, there's quite a uh, you know a, a little bit of interest there, yeah. and, and I think we all have seen how you know the talent that that, that Jake Gosling has got, and United have probably missed him. You know that bit of flair. Yeah. In in certainly in wide positions and let's face it, you can play more or less anywhere along apart from centre forward probably along the attack. Um, uh, and he's you know he's had a wretched time with this yeah. broken metatarsal and he's finally back. And um, it'll be interesting to see whether he starts. I think Gary has to make the decision right. Do I do I start and ask him to keep going as long as he can or? Do you bring him on and, yeah. and, and and do it that way? Because obviously he hasn't kicked a ball in anger since he dropped out. We were very excited about him at the start of the season, weren't we, after some really good displays in pre-season. The guy's talented. Yeah. He's, he's, he yeah. can beat people for a pastime. Yeah. He's got a great left foot. Um, he, he, he is a football league player. Um, yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, he's come to a, a club where, really, at this level, he should be, um, or has got the talent... To, he could dominate to do games, an awful lot yeah. of damage yeah. In, uh, yeah. at this level. All right, he's been <clears> interrupted <throat> just before he got sort of almost after, you know, as soon as he got started. Uh, he's got some time to make up, and I, I know he's desperate to do it. Yeah. So, um, so that's another, another reason. I mean, traditionally, these games don't attract huge crowds. It's the last Saturday before Christmas, there's shopping to do. But it should be a good game, and it'll well, be interesting to see some of these players returning to the site. Yeah, and, and, and you know. Nabu, I think everybody wants to see a, yeah. a, a full game out of him. You know, a, a, we, we've just seen glimpses, haven't we, up to now, mm-hmm. and we quite like the look of those glimpses. Well, let's see him now in a, in a, in a, in a proper game uh, and see what see what he's made of. And a decision needs to be made on him, doesn't it? Or, well, or by, um, by on him or on with that him. Front, uh, you've got um, you know quite a few of the players. In addition to the to the lone players who who are all coming up for decisions. Starting with Callum Evans and Reese Murphy next week, yeah, um, they're all coming up for decisions on their futures. But not only the lone players, of which United have several, of course, um, but also people like uh, Nabuyu, Vincent Durrell um, have contracts mm-hmm. until sort of January time, mid-January, um, and Jenison Murray Williams, who's on non-contract form. So, in addition to the eight loanees that United have got, <laughs> uh, those three as yeah. well. Um, you know, we have to be sat down and talked to about uh, about their futures. So there are opportunities for players here in the cup game, aren't there, to oh, uh, make a bit of a name for themselves? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Um, so yeah, with all those decisions to do, but a lot happened off the field this weekend as well. The Netflix crew were in town, weren't they, at the weekend? They were actually in this very office. They were for a while. Yeah. How, how did that go? This, in case you've missed the last couple of weeks, they're making a film about the 1987 draw with crew that saved Talkies Bacon, and particularly the role played in that by Bryn the Police Dog, yeah. who's he's going to be a huge star. There'll be T-shirts with Bryn the Police Dog on them after this. Well, uh, uh, they are they're great guys from New York. I must say, having sort of worked with them quite a long time on Sunday, I hasten to add, uh, and you know before and since. They they were hugely knocked out by this whole episode, yeah. uh, the town, 
the football club. They completely get what it's all about. Uh, the, the role the, that the club plays in the towns, in the life of the town. Tell, it, tell us what happened when they came through customs. Oh, it, it, you know, they they've flown in from New York to, to to film this episode at a small town club that happened thirty years ago, uh, and uh, they disembarked, uh, collected their gear, yeah. you know, sound equipment, booms, cameras, and were passing through customs. And the customs guy who was dealing with them said. Um, Oh, you know, what are you guys here to to film? And they said, "Oh, we're going down to the southwest to film this crazy story about how a police dog bit one of the a footballer and uh, you know helped to create the time to beat really." Oh, well, you mean the year that Lincoln went down and Torquay stayed up? <laughs> that was the first thing that any person had said to them in the UK, and of course. They were flying from then on. Yeah. They went, you are joking. And he said, oh, no, 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 no. Now, the, the history doesn't relate whether he was a Lincoln fan or not. <laughs> but the first guy they spoke to in the UK, apart from the stewardess or steward saying welcome to the country or whatever it was, was the customs guy who knew exactly knew why, what, what they were here to do. May I just add, there was another team that could have gone down that day. And, and they're fourth in the Premier Division, uh, or sixth in the Premier Division now, but Burnley. fourth Burnley, in the yeah, Burnley. Yeah, of course, Burnley yeah. started yeah. the final day of that season in bottom place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and look at them now. What a success story that is. Yeah, well. it, fantastic. It's one of those things that fans of clubs down the football pyramid are all delighted to see Burnley up there mixing it. Well, funny enough, in the interviews that uh, yours truly was doing for this uh, documentary, I, I, one of the things I was trying to say was that, that, that in, in, in this country... Uh, um, we, we don't have quite the same obsession with winning uh, mm. that, for, with all due respect, Americans do. Uh, we love nothing better than an underdog who uh, upsets the uh, the big the, the big guys. Uh, we do like our winners to have a sense of humour uh, and also probably to have failed at some stage. Yeah. Uh, um, we don't like relentless winners. We, we we long for them to be knocked off their perch. And of course, Burnley tick. <laughs> almost every box going as indeed Leicester did when they uh, and they Leicester won, City yeah, the you know uh, that they've uh, they've they've got people in the team and in the club Sean Dyche is a great guy with a sense of humor um they've been to the bottom and back yeah um uh, they're they've got a wage bill which is a fraction of the teams around them etc 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 and we love that sort of stuff in yeah. this country uh, we know how small sometimes the margin between winning and losing is and we don't go along with this stuff whereby you praise the winners to the mm. uh, to the heights and then forget everybody else who's finished second, third, fourth or fifth. And of course on the back of that, half the time in the Premier League, the most important race that goes on during the season is trying to beat relegation. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and of course this story in 1987 <laughs> is not about winning anything, it's about... Avoid, trying yeah. to avoid yeah. a, a cataclysmic relegation. Do you still have clear memories of the of the goal, the day? Because I, I do. I mean, I, you 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 were you were a, a, a young stand. stripling of a yeah. lad, weren't 15 you? Fifteen, I would have been. Yeah, Great. Well, six, um, maybe sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen. Uh, I I can remember the day almost from the time I got up, uh, uh, which was the same worrying feeling that we'd all had for months and months <laughs> and months. I can remember going down to the Livermead House Hotel where all the players. And Stuart Morgan, the team gathered for a for a, uh, the the pre match yeah. meal, which didn't used to happen very often in those no. days. But it was so special. They did that, and the Herald Express went down and got a picture of them all. I can I can just uh, I, the last thing I remember was Tom Kelly 
coming up to me in the hideaway nightclub about two o'clock in the morning and <laughs> throwing his arms around me and saying, blimey, Dave, he said, if it's like this when we stay up, what on earth is it going to be like if we ever win promotion? And, of course, Tom's never left. No, no. And, <laughs> and, and of course, the very next season, I United... very left the hideaway, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the very next season, they nearly did. Yeah. So... Um, there you go. It's uh, all, all good memories. stuff, and it was yeah. it, it, it was great on Tuesday night. The guy is sort of referring to stuff off the pitch. It started yeah. with with a, a very heartfelt minutes applause, didn't it? Yeah, for yeah. Ian Twitchin. Uh, uh, his funeral next Wednesday uh, in Tynmouth is going to be a massive affair. I've had phone calls from ex-players and teammates. Les Lawrence rang from Wisbeach in Cambridgeshire right? uh, uh, this week. He's coming down. Um, uh, just just who, an observation that all these ex-Talkie United players seem to live in places with stock car tracks now. <laughs> places that you've only heard of because they've got stock well, car tracks. Well, of course, I used to live quite close Paul Dobson in... Newton Yeah, yeah, So it started off that way, didn't it? Yeah. And then, of course, the, the, it, it was an accidental reunion, really, with all these ex-players from 87 coming back mm -hmm. to join in the filming and be interviewed. That's obviously why they were mm -hmm. here. Paul Dobson came down from... Well, he lives near Newton Aitliff, Darlington. Uh, Jim McNichol, Kenny, Kenny Allen, yeah. um, uh, uh, Stuart Morgan, and Les Chapel. It was great to see Les Chapel, who was United's assistant manager at the time. Yeah. Um, who, uh, oh, by the way, he told me an absolutely amazing fact during the course of our down memory lane chat. Okay. He thinks he's the only player in history ever to score six goals in one match against Torquay United. And I went, Les, you never scored. <laughs> Nobody has ever done that. Uh, 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 and you never did. He said, I did. And really? I really? Les, yeah. you didn't. You didn't. I know you didn't. I've, I, I, you know, he said, Dave, <laughs> Reading against Torquay, Reading were leading 2-0. I'd scored both, and the game was abandoned because of fog. <laughs> and in the replay, he scored four. <laughs> and I had to yeah, bow my one. head in, in, in shame. He said, you don't know that, do you? And I said, Les, I did not know that. He scored six, six goals, goals against Torquay in one match. In one fixture. Yeah. Remember that. You'll yeah. need that for a pub quiz one day. Absolutely. Yeah. And there were plenty of stories about most of which you probably can't repeat. But there was one about um, somebody who was spectating on the pop side in a match and was unexpectedly called into action, you oh, told me. Uh, 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 Gary Wright... Yeah, uh, who who uh, he was down he was down for the reunion. That's sorry, the, my thought he, process. He wasn't was actually it, over for the reunion. He was uh, he he lives in America now. He 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 is the head of a huge huge coaching youth coaching organisation in Savannah, Georgia. A former United uh, uh, apprentice and trainee. His dad Colin comes to nearly all the games. He's an absolutely solid United fan, and whenever he comes home, which he was home for family reasons, and yeah. it just happened to happily coincide uh, with the bit of the reunion. Uh, but the following season, um, under Cyril Knowles, a home game, I think, against Hereford, um, uh, and uh, United had an injury yeah. in the warm-up. Uh, they only had a very limited amount of players. They couldn't fill the subs bench. Uh, I think Cyril only had 15 or 16 players. And uh, a mess uh, uh, I remember it went out on the tannoy. Uh, would, would Mr Gary Wright, who they assumed was in the ground, and he was, uh, please come to the dressing rooms. Gary yeah. was about 17, 18 maybe at the time, probably 18. So the uh, dressing rooms would have been behind the goal then, would they? Uh, behind the goal. So yes. he made yeah, his way along stand. from the pop side. That's right, yeah. in there. Uh, and, um, uh, uh, and was eventually was sent on. Uh, uh, and uh, um, 
as far as I know, and I'm sure somebody will probably jump on me and say, no, it wasn't quite like that, but my memory is that he crossed the ball and Dave Caldwell took off and um, did an overhead yeah. bicycle kick to win the game. But whether that's I uh, history getting the better of me or not, I don't know. It's a good story. Yes, we'll we'll right. stick with it. Knowing Caldwell, he would have turned around and said, what do you mean putting the ball there? You should have stuck it on my head. <laughs> and Gary would say, I know you like the overhead kicks, Dave, because yeah. we saw a few of those, didn't we? So uh, gave him an opportunity to do it. So... I think we've probably exhausted our agenda this, this afternoon. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very interesting couple of weeks. I do have one point. Can there be a new rule that if no one comes out for the crossbar challenge in three draws, stop drawing, <laughs> stop drawing. tickets? Yeah, I, I, didn't know whether to, I didn't know whether to be a, a, a sort of huge admiration for uh, the pitch announcer uh, 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 for keeping going, going. Uh, but it was of course the weather played its part in it nobody wanted to go out and do that in that <laughs> weather and hats off to the guy who eventually emerged yeah. from uh, he did alright well. yeah, I don't think he was close, close. But he was really close. Yeah. I thought they were going to run out of time I couldn't believe that yeah. there was still time to do it they no, could hold no. up the start of the but, second but half but half time seemed to be getting longer and longer is that just me it's, it's probably just you yeah. I think it is well it's my dad as well I think as well you know just this next couple of weeks uh, obviously, United, if they don't have a replay in the yeah. trophy, it's going to be, you know, they haven't, don't have a game at all next week. There's no game on the 23rd because that would have been Gateshead. Uh, so there's nothing, no league game until they go to Eastleigh on Boxing, Boxing Day. Day. Yeah. Uh, and an awful lot will be happening over the next couple of weeks in yeah. terms of the squad, who, who, who stays, who goes, yeah. who comes in. Uh, this, is, this is big, big time important period yeah. uh, for uh, uh, re, you know making sure or trying to make sure that United stay in this division and that's all the more reason as there isn't another game for a while for getting yourselves up there on Saturday for a bit of cup football in Tokyo at home to Maidstone thank you very much for your time this has been the Yellow Army Herald Express Devon Live Talk United podcast and as ever come, come on, on you yellows, yellows.